forever. Dog. There's no box office for this film, but I don't know about your theater, but oh, our no. theater was not full. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it did. Like, I, I think it did okay in the first so far. Really? I mean, it's only been like one official day, but it, it did 14. Oh. And technically, it's not a full two days yet. So it's not. Oh, it did 14. I it mean, 14. listen. Yeah, that's not terrible. But shouldn't it? Don't aren't Aren't movies like this doing 50 a day? Like, isn't that what Dude, they're... <laughs> like, Thursday night previews, like, I feel like for a blockbuster, you want, like, 25, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this only did... This only did seven on the first on the first night. Se- oh, see, see, seven is a lot less than 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 only did seven on the first night. Great. Oh, 14 overseas in two days. Oh, Okay. Right, I guess this is definitely going to be uh yeah, it's going to be international. This, this is going to be that international. international. I think it may do okay. I, I feel like it'll do I mean, it won't do Marvel numbers well. It's I don't think it's going to do well in America though. This was my first movie in theaters since Baby though. So I got to say, how was that? That's you like you like the empty theater. That certainly yeah. colored my entire experience. <laughs> there being no one there how I feel about the movie. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> like that there was not a lot of people there. Yeah, I, I was ready. I was pr- preparing myself. To have to leave. To, like, I was just going to turn around. Yeah, like if I, if, if I walked in and... It was packed. It was cool, though, that packed. I... Yeah, that was going to turn around. But it was, but it was okay. It wasn't too, wasn't too great. There was almost nobody else in our row. There was, like, yeah. pretty much no one in front of us either. Like, there were... Right. There was, like, maybe one or two people in front of us, but then there was a bunch of people behind us. Behind us. But even then, it wasn't It wasn't like it was full. Like, there were... Mine wasn't packed either. Even though I went at 11 a.m., but it wasn't... I mean, it was actually people in there, but, like, not, not like, sold out, you know? We went 8 p.m. opening night. Yeah. You know? That's prime time. That's when you go. That's the prime time. Really, like, the create, <laughs> like, the, the most... Rock... Those That's are the, fans. the fans. Yeah. I miss the midnight screenings, man. I miss, I miss like you couldn't see it at like Thursday at eight or seven. I miss like that midnight screening on the Thursday night was for the people who was here. I remember I saw Iron Man at like Iron Man. What was that Will Smith movie when it was he, he was by himself? I can't think of him. Hey, I saw I Am Legend at midnight. I Am Legend. <laughs> I miss those, man. I miss those. Yeah, I, I remember in high school working at a movie theater when midnight screenings you know, like peak midnight screenings. And I remember there being a thing like when we started doing them at seven and started doing them at nine and stuff when it was like, well, or nine, when it's like, well, the movie has to end after midnight in order for it to count. Like (laughs) there was like all this stuff that they would do for it so that it would still be technically released on the day, you know? And then now no one one cares anymore. (laughs) Like now it's like, whatever, 4 p.m. on now it just opens then it open if it if it opens that Friday it's really opening that Thursday night yeah exactly exactly the movie going experience is different now it's just it's just it's just listen we about to be back in theaters baby I feel like be back or dude I don't know man some movies if you think about it, some movies have been doing good not just Marvel movies well Top did very well Maverick 
Maverick. I mean, anything. Was it every? Was it, I always say it wrong. Anything, everywhere, all at once. That made a hundred plus. Well, for what it was. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also, we know people in like comedies that actually will be released in theaters. I saw like two trailers for comedies before this movie. I was like, yeah, baby, we back. You know, hopefully they do well. But like, come on, man. You got the shot. Yeah, I saw a trailer for a comedy. I saw a trailer for Shazam 2. You know, oh no, so, stop like, it. Comedies. <laughs> comedies are bad. No, we Wait, want comedies like are bad. No, it's, it's, Shazam is fine, but that's not a comedy. That's a superhero movie. I'm talking about comedies that are actual comedies, not Marvel, DC films. I want real comedies okay, right. that come out in theaters that do well, okay? I don't want them in the red. I want them in the Black Adam. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I need them to do good. We do, of course we don't know what you mean because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you want, you said you want uh, them want in the, the black Adam to be successful. They can't be in the red. They got to be in the black Adam. That don't make sense, Bray. That don't make it doesn't. I don't get. I don't get what you're track. It's not. A, what are you What are you trying to say? That's not a saying people say. What, it it just, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like okay, in the red, it means you're losing money. Okay. Sure. But if you're uh-huh. making money, <laughs> you're in the black, Adam. What? <laughs> Can we just start? I feel like I don't even want to. I don't want to entertain this anymore. <laughs> like we should just start. <laughs> I I I want to get to the bottom of this. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you don't feel like this joke uh to the red. We should continue because right now it's definitely in the black, Adam. All right, well, we did it. Great. Let's Great. start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Black men can't jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Tell them the men in black. Funny. Oh wow, I get it. I don't think he ever said it that fast, but you know. No, it was he did. He did. He did. It was of. the it was the it was that point when uh when he dropped when he drops when he drops uh, him. Yeah, and he he said, you should be more you should be more careful with your words, and then he drops him, and then he's like, "Oh, tell me the man in black." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was either gonna do that or I was gonna sing "Painted Black." Oh, I thought you were gonna do. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. <laughs> which yeah, was in the trailer one. but uh, when he said it in the in the movie i was like this this line is still pretty damn good <laughs> well i do still works <laughs> <laughs> still works so rock <laughs> so rock so rock baby uh for those so of rock. who are listening for the first time welcome 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 thank you for joining us you uh need to things okay first thing that you should know is that we are a film review podcast, okay? We review the films of leading black Adam actors and- All right. Ah, Wow, Films of leading black actors and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. 
you should also know we spoil movies. So if you haven't seen it, you know, you got, and, and you, and you don't want to spoil it, go see it. Uh, people that, but I decided to do, to do that today because I think we'll have more listeners. Maybe who knows? Um, no, because I understand that there are multiple voices on this podcast and you want to know which one is which. Okay. So the voice that you're listening to now, that sounds like an upright citizen, if you will, uh, just Ew. a good <laughs> person. Citizen, disgusting. if you will, he said. Who wouldn't kill, who wouldn't kill, you know, for revenge uh, if they had to. That voice that sounds like those qualities is Jonathan Braylock. You sound like a whole ass snitch. That's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like he over there offers it. That's what you sound like. <laughs> Man, he dropped him right. He dropped him right out this guy. That nigga right to him. <laughs> oh, God. That made me laugh. Uh, All right. Well, this voice, honestly, I probably would go after some revenge. I guess I'm close to the Black Adam, you know? Which is cool, you know? I'm okay with that. I'm Gerard Melligan. Mm-hmm. And this voice. <laughs> you know. This is not the voice we'll be listening this to. This voice right here. <laughs> the voice that you're currently hearing. This is Billy D. Williams? <laughs> this is this, Billy D? <laughs> this is the voice. Who is this? Who is this voice? This is the voice of Billy. This is the voice of Billy D. No, this is James you're trying III. You trying to sell me some Colt 45? What you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah, Chill this out. is James III. Chill out. No, it actually it started as it started it's in my mind before before a sound was made. <laughs> it started as an Aldous Hodge impression, and then as it went on, oh. But then, but then as I kept talking, I was like, honestly, towards the end, might have been okay, <laughs> but I did abandon it. I abandoned it very early on. <laughs> I, was I like, abandoned a, I attempting it, it very early, <laughs> but by the end, now as you said, I hear it now. Yeah, by the end, maybe that could work. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Are reviewing the film Black Adam? It's a DC film. Came out, just came out. Um, uh, Star Rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh, Aldous Hodge, uh, uh, Brock, James Bond. James Bond. Yes, uh, the 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 nineties James Bond. You had to date it. You didn't have to date it. <laughs> he, had good, he had a good. <laughs> but why you have to say the date well, though? You didn't have that's to... what. It's... <laughs> You didn't have because also he was in early two. He was in the early aughts, wasn't he? I'm just saying, Daniel Craig been Bond for like 20 years now, so <laughs> I think he has it. <laughs> um, also, Sarah Shahi, uh, Centennial, Quintessa Swindle. Uh, now you're just saying names. <laughs> Mohammed Amir. No, Quintessa is the cyclone. Sarah was like the main woman, the mother. Um, Adams, and then obviously Mo. Got to shout out Mo Amir, who is hilarious in this. I mean, so good, so good. <laughs> his name. Uh, decided to say his name because I won't be able to pronounce it. I apologize in advance. Uh, Sabongi, Sabongi. Where do I know this kid from? He does Anything look familiar, doesn't he? He has that vibe of like I've seen you in fifteenth. 15th... Oh, Babysitters Club. Club. Yeah, that's what I know. He's also in a million little things. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I didn't really watch that, that show. I didn't watch that show. I, I do know what that show is because friend of the pod uh, was on that show. But Ooh, a million little called? things. It's on ABC. A million little things. That's right. He is a friend of the pod. I just I was saying oh shit because I forgot that he was a friend of the pod. 
um so black adam uh like we said it doesn't the it made 7.6 million on thursday night previews uh this is comparing it to other films that have made similar amounts of money including fast nine which opened at 70 million in may 2021 uh films that are this this is comparable to opening in the 50 million dollar range and that's domestic really clocking around 55 maybe 60 i think so too and I, and that's not bad right not, for for pandemic it's not bad yeah it's i mean for for i guess this the age, new normal are we still saying pandemic yeah uh, for this age of movie going not just the pandemic it's you know the fact that movies are so readily available for at home streaming um so high now i think the regular ticket price for this movie when we saw it was 19.25 and that wasn't IMAX. I'm sure you paid more, Jura. Isn't that how much movies cost to 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 buy? What? And or you might yeah. just stream That's it. That's what they used to. Yeah. yeah, no, it is like 20 20 dollars, yeah. Uh, wow, absurd. I don't buy movies anymore. I don't know who does that. Um <laughs> I still I buy Oh, I wow, still. okay. Uh It's not I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh, what else to tell you? This costs 195 million dollars to make. So Damn, it's a lot. still very expensive. Uh, it took 15 years to make this movie. So there's time that. to make it. Um, yeah, it's about the hero, Black Adam, who uh, powers to Shazam. I guess he's the original Shazam. You would know more about that, Jara. Yeah, he's yeah, like, come on, Jara. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> is it a different? It's, it's hard because literally uh, back in the. So basically, I, le- I legit was watching this movie like, you know what? It's probably best not to talk about the accuracy of this comic adaptation. Like they were, <laughs> like they were close. They made him definitely way more heroic than he was. Like how he got this. Yeah, I think how he gets his power. Like he kills. Does he kill his nephew? Like, like he didn't. He wasn't gifted the powers. That's oh, for sure. in yeah. the comics, he's straight up evil. Yeah, like yeah. Well, he's not. I, I, I mean, you know. Wait, he, he killed his nephew, and that's not evil. <laughs> well, that's what I was expecting, though, Gerard. I was talking to somebody. Right before seeing the movie, they were like, oh, I don't know how it's going to go because he's evil. Like, they were, they were just like, he's a villain. Like, they were well, he, like... Well, right and, now in the comics, he is in the Justice League. So he's just like... So he is truly an anti-hero. His big thing is like, he's like... Do- well, Dr. Doom is a villain. You know, he's like a Thanos type. You know, like, if you're just thinking about... <laughs> yeah, 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 he's just like, you know, I protect... I care about my people. You know what I'm saying? Like, y- you know, he... I mean, yeah, he killed people, but he on Justice League right now. So, you know. I do love... The idea of I don't I don't know how true to the comics it is, but I do love the idea of a superhero or something like a like a you know somebody with superhero powers who isn't evil but also kills people like that's like the Pun- Punisher is like that right Punisher is antihero and that's in that sense uh, I don't know it just makes things more interesting uh, and there was something about like him being like listen I'm a god. Like him just sort of being like, I can, I can decide who lives and who dies. Bad person, I'm gonna kill them. You know, like he was just very like matter of fact. They don't come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, what's the initial thought, Sha? What's up? I can certainly start. Listen, I gotta say, had a phenomenal time. Just a phenomenal, just. You know, top to bottom, great time. Now, I got to say, if I think about it, if I think about it 
for a second more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything fall everything falls apart. <laughs> okay. And I and I just I'm I just must acknowledge that, you know, we there are so many superhero movies now, you know, and like and tr- and tr- just truthfully, like there's just a very clear thing that we do in these movies and and you know, stuff works and stuff doesn't and blah blah blah. And so if I think too hard about this movie in particular, I start to get upset about some of the stuff. But I had fun. I had fun. Ultimately liked how dark they they were willing to go with it. I was like, okay, good for you for like for going at least that far. And oh, and I freaking loved I loved the, the Justice Society. Hawkman was out here doing all kinds of shit. <laughs> like I, I was like, who is this guy? I was like, this is a Hawkman. He got a jet with his name on it. I was like, what it is was happening? so cool. I was like, I, this is I support this. Okay. I support I support a Hawkman who's just like, I don't give a fuck about nothing. I listen, you might look at me and think I'm some I'm this, that, the other. I'm gonna beat the shit out of whoever stepped to me. I loved it. I thought that was a great job. And yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it. I don't want to talk about the stuff I didn't like right now because I feel like we'll talk about it as we get as we get into it. So I'm just going to talk about the stuff that I liked, which is just generally the movie I had fun, you know, to what Bray said, Mo was really funny. And yeah, and I and I liked the ultimate journey that Black Adam went on. I'll go. Expectations for this movie were pretty low. Um, one, I've been having superhero burnout. So you know that um, I'm tired of them. Um, uh, it's just historically have not been great. Even when they're good, they're like, hey, okay. uh, Sam, I didn't love Shazam. I know people loved Shazam. Um, like I love Did you, James? Honestly, that makes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, I had fun. I had a lot of fun watching this film. I, I think the one of the reasons for it is because I liked some of these actors that they brought in. Like I like Aldous. I liked. I liked the Justice Society team. Uh, actors were fun. I thought, like, good job of introducing characters we had never seen before, but like, ma- but working them in in a way that felt natural. It felt like something DC hasn't done in a very long time. Like, because usually when they work characters in, it's just so forced and not good. <laughs> like, um, felt like I was like, oh, cool. Like, I know. By the way, I know all of this stuff from the cartoons because i had never read the comics but i know all that i know like dr fate because of i watched justice league and justice league unlimited uh it was like i love the 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 dc animated shows and sometimes the movies um that level of it was satisfying to me of like oh cool like it's like justice league unlimited like we just have these like random superhero characters now the dc universe movie universe has not set this up at all in my opinion um so it's weird like but for what this movie was, it it did feel like it it worked. Um, you know, The Rock was The Rock. He he like he like does what he does, and I I do ge- generally like like him. Like I agree with James that when they went there, it was I like. It's funny because like Suicide Squad, they do the same thing. Like they go there, but they're because that it feels more comic booky and it feels more. I felt like this was the first DC movie that actually felt like it's a, a pretty, it was like one of the best balances between like darkness and levity. Like I did feel like even though the rock, even though I guess black Adams had jokes sometimes that maybe didn't all, always work 
for the most part, he was just like, I'm going to kill people. I'm going to kill people, you know? Um, and that's what he did. And everyone was else, else was like, we're going to stop you. And that's what they tried to do. Um, you had like Adam Smasher, who was like, kind of like the Spider-Man type character, you know, who's like young and like kind of naive and like just trying to like do the good thing. It worked. Like, um, ultimately, it's still a superhero movie. We've seen so many of them. But, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And, and just real quick before Jarrah says his things, just wanted to respond to something Bray said, which is like, I agree that the, the introduction of the characters was really nice. Like, I've had the same thought, especially though, when, when it's Cyclone and, and Adam Smasher, and he's like, well, what do you, what do, you do? She's like, wind. It's like, I, I grow. Like, even just that, like, was just, like, a nice, like, you're like, yeah, like, look at these people, and we're going to now get to, we're going to see them do that, <laughs> you know, now. Okay, anyway. <laughs> what can I say? Honestly, I'll be real with y'all. I'll be straight up real with y'all. You can say how you felt about I it. I love this movie. I love this movie, man. <laughs> what, yeah. really? Yeah, <laughs> I love this movie. Oh! This movie? <laughs> oh, my God. We thought you were going to hate it. What? No, this movie, and I'll be honest, I think Bray said it best. This movie to me was the best balance DC DC's had. It definitely felt bright enough where it was like kind of family friendly, but he was murking enough people where it felt dark. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the rock was the rock. Okay. Like this nigga was like black Terminator, just going and doing whatever the fuck he was doing. It was this was literally Terminator. We had the little, we had the little John Connor little boy in that joint. We had his mom, Sarah Connor. Like I, I'm watching them do Terminator. The nigga came back from a different time Terminator 2. Yes. Because they, Term- they did the, the catchphrase thing. That's literally from Terminator 2. And that's it, one of the things that made me mad. At, one point, at <laughs> one point, I'm like, yo, like, you know, instead of, instead of them driving, instead of them doing like the drive with the kid, go, uh, going down like, what is the canals running from a T-1000? I'm looking at this little kid on a, on, a, on a skateboard chase after the rock. That don't make no goddamn sense. But you know what? I'm here for it, okay? Slowly the rock he was like, As he's slowly, just like, he's just slowly moving. I, I will say this. The thing is, there are, there are things about it I think we can critique. But again, like Bray said, we've seen so many of these goddamn superhero movies. Like, I will be honest. I think I told James on the side. I am Marvel the fuck out. And I was in all of those midnight movies, but all of them feel the same. And I know people are like, this is different. They feel the same. Whereas, like, this movie, Black Adam, feels different than The Batman, which feels different than Wonder Woman, which feels different than fucking Joker. And I'm like, yes, just... Listen, spoilers. Bray already said spoilers. The fact that I got that post-credit scene and my man looked how he should look, how he should have been looked, his suit was brighter, he had the little S curl. I'm like, that's... Give me that, baby! Give me they that. Very lightly kicked into John Williams. Come it was on, real man. Light. <laughs> they were like, they were like, hey, before you even see his face, you know, stop that John Williams real quick. <laughs> Come on, I'm looking at the Rock. My only, this is my thing about it is that, is that, look, look, man, I'm a Rock apologist. Okay, could the Rock change up how he acts in movies sometimes? Sure, sure, man. But do I need him to? No, he is a six foot seven hawking. I watched Jonathan Bray. Like, I'm going to talk to you, brother. James the third. I'm going to talk to you. I ended this movie. And you know who was standing? You know who saved the day? Two black dudes. Two black dudes saved the goddamn world. One, both of them are gods. We didn't talk. I know they didn't go into Hawkman's backstory, but that dude's a god. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at, like, The Rock. 
This movie had, and no one's talking about it really, and I think that's so beautiful. This movie, I think, has the first non-binary superhero on screen who technically had a love interest, Quintessa, like had a love interest with Adam Smasher. And I'm like, yo, yes, man, they did it. Okay, this is my thing. I will say this. At certain points, the movie did feel like, yo, this they were trying to make this for 15 years. So certain things I feel like they 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 could have they could have updated after we've seen so many superhero movies. But at the end of the day, this was a popcorn pleaser. I saw it with Melissa, our producer. I'm pretty sure at certain points, and Melissa checked me, people were like laughing and like I feel like clapping at certain shit. And I'm like, it weren't that many people in there. But I'm like, it's doing the thing, baby. Sign me I up, clapped. Black Adam. There was a point I clapped. And Come I didn't on. think, and I was, sh- and I was shocked because so much of the movie had happened, and I, it, nothing had made me clap yet. And then something happened that made me gen- the genuine reaction was to clap. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no one say, else. <laughs> yo, good for you. I ain't about to say shit bad about this movie because you know what? You, I saw a black superhero and a black superhero who were beefing. It was the East Coast, West Coast, baby. And by the end of it, they came together to take down the devil. That's what happened. Two black men. Fought the devil. Literally. And what? I do have to say, though, for how excited Jiraiya is, I'm going to have to, like, go in on the stuff I didn't like. Nope, James. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting you all day, James. I'm fighting you all day, James. On... I'm not, ready. Not even to, not even to, to say that your, your thought of it is not right, because I had a great time watching the movie, but I'm just going to highlight all of the stuff. Let's as, go, as James. Come up. Let's go, James. <laughs> I didn't say the Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has been not kind to this film. Let me tell you why. Me and Melissa discussed it. I'm going to say it, Melissa. This movie was a bunch of brown people rising up, okay? And you know who really be commenting on Rotten Tomatoes? A bunch of white boys, okay? So until Rotten Tomatoes changes their goddamn algorithm, it can suck my black Adam. How about that? How about that? It's not an algorithm. It's just whatever it's called. It don't fucking matter. Black Adam, he said. I don't even know. Rotten (laughs) Tomatoes. Brain. Let's talk about Rotten Tomatoes. Every time there's a movie with women or people of color, they get bombarded with shit. And I'm like, no, dog. No, fuck this thing. The the critic score is the one that's bad. The critic score is 41 percent, but the audience score is. They ain't speaking for the people. (laughs) The audience score is 88 percent. See, so aud- audiences, know. for the most part, liked this movie. See, how many critics of color are they? Do you think, like, on average, when like when you look at like the Hollywood Reporter, it's probably like seven. Because I, I really, I truly wonder watching these movies, like, yo, who's fucking reviewing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I also will say to that, to that, to that point though, is that I think that they did a. It felt like it didn't feel as heavy-handed the way that the sort of like the themes of like people being subjugated and stuff like whenever stuff like that is is infused into other movies lately it's beginning harder and harder to like swallow or stomach but there was something about this being like this 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 place yeah that we do it's just what it is yeah and 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 I don't know that 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 worked for me. And I agree it didn't feel heavy-handed if anything it felt it, it just felt appropriate like they didn't go in on it but it was uh one comment when hawk uh after he's like fighting she's like we've been here we've been under oppression for 20 something years and like now you come in like the moment we have a hero is when you decide that we need help and and need you know what i mean it's like we don't want you here and I, that was so real uh but then they didn't it wasn't like uh it's the felt just like yeah, yeah and 
and then Black Adam and Hawkman debating like who was the good guy and Black Adam being like Black Adam being like you're going to let these people live knowing that at their hands more people are going to suffer like it was just like yeah like <laughs> which one's right like yeah that was great was, listen was- the biggest thing they like why don't why doesn't Batman just kill Joker like just bro just you know you're going to get out you know he's going to blow up a bunch of shit just like do it Look, man. And at the same time, there the the there was like, well, there's a line for a reason, and it could dark like you know. He was like, it could, this could darken your soul. He says like towards the end, and we already. And then when we find out like the what actually happened with Black Adam, you're like, oh yeah, he did like revenge isn't always right. And I do think at the end of the day, I like just my own philosophical belief is that violence begets violence. So it's like there is like a. a kind of never-ending circle to it um it's only never-ending if you can't obliterate the entire (laughs) (laughs) if you can destroy the entire (laughs) if you can destroy the entire issue then it doesn't you know there's if you can commit genocide then there will be no (laughs) there's no person to come back then you i mean then there it is yeah there you go um He starts in the uh, and we have like a narrator who is the kid. I think it's the little yeah. kid. I, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so I didn't like this little kid. Narrator. I didn't like him either. I okay, Gerard. Thank you for saying that. I didn't like. I didn't him need in- him to narrate this. I didn't like it at all, dude. Did need a narrator though. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it was his voice. You know what it was? It almost should have been like. I don't think that's the voice that should start off the movie. It could have either been like Black Adam telling the story, maybe the mom telling the story, or like, it just felt weird having that kid I be agree. narrated. I was like, Ugh. To me, oh, it felt Ugh. like it just, this is my just opinion of, of, I think, kid actors in general, but it felt like they gave him a lot to do and potentially too much to do. This is just critiquing his performance <laughs> across the entire movie. But like, it's like sometimes just don't give the kids so much like give them you know like take away one of the scenes and then maybe you know you probably get a better everything across the board yeah i hear you i it was also confusing because when his voice comes in we have zero context for who who's talking and there's another kid on screen so for me i was like i was like the kid who's on screen talking doesn't sound like the narrator who is this narrator like it was kind of it was jarring for me uh that We get, you know, the kind of like the backstory, basically. Uh, wait, what's the city called? He's Ka- in Kondok. Kondok? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't even attempt. Don't so it's so. just 2600 BC, the kingdom of Kondok or whatever. And there, there's a, a, a mineral there called Ethereum? Or is it a, a turn? So, so this is Ethereum. <laughs> Ethereum. I had never heard of this until this movie. Ethereum. It like it basically made it a kryptonite. Or did James, did you know of this? Like I, I had never No, heard I, I I had never heard I had never heard of it. But I also don't know this world. Like I don't know the Shazam world. DC equivalent to Vibranium, you know. Yeah. This was almost like I want to say this was more like it's like a mixture of vibranium and like kryptonite, because it could hurt Black Adam. Yeah, I don't know, man. True. Don't it know could hurt Black Adam, but they never fully explained that and it didn't it didn't actually 
uh, they like planted those seeds, but then that never paid off. That that annoyed me. But anyway, we'll we, we'll discuss that later. So they're they're the 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 king the ty- the tyrant king of this kingdom is forcing his own people into slavery so that they could mine this evidence uh, that will help him create this crown that will give him like the power to rule over the world I guess you know through through demon dark magic uh, see this kid talking about how they need a hero uh, I find some piece of uh, uh, Ethereum and. Is it Ethereum? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you said it right. Like, yeah, we're in this together. You know, that guy winds up actually getting killed uh, by his father. Decides to steal the Ethereum and runs and like does this little triangle sign, very like Hunger Games, you know, ask mocking. You know, like anyway, I'm sure people did that before Hunger Games. Um, it's the death, but then apparently he like. He was turned into a hero by these wizards, the Shazam wizards, uh, powers, fight the king who was getting the crown. And then as they fought, the, the temple exploded, but he was victorious. And then he went into hiding and nobody ever heard from him again, something like that. And that was the story. And now we're in present day. Uh, the, or not notes, honey. <laughs> I have a note. One note is James, that... you got some notes? You have some... <laughs> what you doing, I James? Like the, delivery, the delivery in general was, uh, you know... Someone's I mean, just, I would have... Someone's <laughs> this little kid still. <laughs> no. Oh, what you got against this little boy? No, no, he was fine. It just was just... There was just a couple... It was just like... It was like, there's a lot riding on this little boy. <laughs> and you just sometimes... I'm going to say his voice didn't have levels. It was like listening to Beyonce and Lion King when she was Nala. And it was just like, she was just talking. And like, this way maybe just it's was that, talking. Maybe it's that. There were, there were times, there were just times. And not the whole time. Just a few, a couple times where it was like, ooh, this feels like a lot of emotion that I'm not, I'm not quite, it's not quite reading. <laughs> and it was just like, in a way that like, it doesn't, now granted, this is a kid. But I watch a lot of stuff with kids in it because i write kids tv and it's like that sometimes you 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 give a kid too much and that's just it like it just that's literally it's just it like there was he had one more thing he wasn't quite in his wheelhouse yet like (laughs) didn't need to didn't need to have to do that one you know give that line to somebody else or something you know kind of thing but Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to shit on this this young burning no. actor. <laughs> I mean, you already started, James, and I know you're going to bring him back up. Color. Uh, yeah. I know, I know. It's like... I know you're going to bring him back up, This is not the hill I want to die on, you know what I mean? Like, good for him. I liked him in Babysitter's Club. I'm sure I did. <laughs> oh, here he go. You need not remember him, James? You don't remember him? <laughs> wow. That was, it was, it's 2022. That was two years ago, Babysitter's Club. That was two years ago. Anyway, we get there, you know, we see the boy skating, you know, uh, he deals with the one, the one white guard, you know. I loved this. He has comic books in his, in his, in his backpack. They keep, they keep focusing on Cyborg. It's like, hey, good for y'all. You know what I mean? They were like, let's. You no, know I'm saying how they did, they did, they did my man dirty. They did Cyborg dirty. But yeah, you know, he gets about to pass the guard. His mom shows up. I feel like this is whatever, whatever. Until we get to them going into the, the mountain, you know, when they go into the mountain, we we See, so we know I I don't know if we know why the mom is um she's haunted. a scholar oh so we don't know why but she's a scholar and I know she's just trying to beat 
intergang. She's like, I gotta get right. there before intergang. And intergang gets there. Are, are the they, they say that the kingdom had been ruled by many different owners uh, uh, or you know oppressors, and 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 the current one is this just a bunch of mercenaries. I think they said called in, intergang. Very generic, and it's a little. Uh, it would have been nice to. I guess it wasn't necessary. Ultimately, the movie's not about this, but like it would have been a little bit nice to understand what intergang was because when you kind of at the by the end of it, you're like, why? Why was this guy the leader? Like there was no actual explanation well, for he, the structure of this. I think he criminal I don't organization. Know, I took it as like he was running it because he was the last line of like kings, and it was just his way to like. I mean, it was, I mean, again, that is putting the spin on it, but like, I actually also didn't even see that guy as the full leader of, of intergang. I saw him as like a guy who was in intergang who had an ulterior motive. That's how, that's by the, because they don't go into it so hard. I thought yeah. that that's what it was, but, it, but, but he is very clearly giving everyone orders and they're all following him. And there's, we never see anybody uh, giving him an order. You know what I mean? So I, you just have to, it's just like, maybe that, I, I thought that would have been the better angle of it, uh, was just like he was the leader because they were all listening to him. And I, well, a lot of those people were white, you know, which which added to the foreign oppressor element of it. But then you're like, wait a minute, uh, he's lead? like, anyway. You, we can't really get into that. It was one of those shadings that was like it would have been nicer to have a, just a, a just a bit more clarity on what this intergang is, and kind of relying more on like notion, just the worldly notion that there are countries, especially in the Middle East, uh, have their type leadership, uh, you know, and so that's kind of what it was. <laughs> anyway, intergang. Um, so they're trying to find the crown. They they know the crown exists, and even though it has been hidden away for five thousand years, they she feels like Intergang is very close to finding it. We don't really get a clue into why she feels that way, or or how it's tasked with to her to be the one to hide the crown. But whatever. Uh, right? Yeah. It never quite comes back that. Because she has a little Ethereum and like her her family, you know, it like goes back into her family, her family being connected to it. And I I thought that when we be sort of in the same way that the that the leader is like, I'm a descendant of blah, blah, blah. I thought that 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 she, she or they were also going to have been descended to someone that Teth Adam knew just because it was like it seemed like that would make sense because she had the the Ethereum. But I guess. It no, was just I mean, more the, generic than that. It was more just like she's the descendants of people who have been fighting against or resisting, you know, uh, occupation. Yeah. Yeah, fighting the good fight. Uh, fighting the good fight, yeah. But then, you know, the, the bad guy shows up. It's funny Mo, because Mo the guy... Mo is funny in this. Yeah. I, man, it's, I will say this. He, it's tough being the, the comedian in one of these movies, man. Because there were times I'm like, bro, I, I, you know what it is? The people next to me or like down to the left of me were laughing at some of the things he was saying. And I was like, okay, cool. Cause I, I was I was just watching a comedian just trying to get this shit going. And I'm like, man, you are by yourself. 
brother, you're doing guys' work right now. <laughs> I I liked that the that the tape said Jenny on it, and he's and he's playing Baby Come Back because it gave a little bit of of context to why he's singing it so hard, like he's missing whoever this this person was. But I wasn't a fan of the bit at all. Like I wasn't a fan of the bit. I wasn't they either, called man. it. They called it back I later. I was like, I don't need. I don't I wasn't know. Either, I usually am not a fan of those bits. For some reason, I was a fan of that specific one. Man, I was like, this is rough. I, I literally was like, but you know what, though? People people were laughing. So I was like, you know what? This just isn't for me. But the guy who dies first, I thought was going to be the big bad. And so, because well, he was they, like, I think so they shady. did. I think they purposely did that. I think they, yeah, it was very, that was great. It was well designed. Yeah. <laughs> it was. They set him up. And then, Braylock's going to help me when I say this. But then once, Jafar showed up. I was like, that nigga's Jafar. Come on. Man. And I was like, that's the bad guy. I was like, that's the bad guy. He I didn't was realize it was him. there. He was, and I, was right he there. I didn't, I didn't, famous it was dark. <laughs> no, listen, man. He was already a bad guy. I was like, this nigga's the bad guy. Because thing is, at nighttime, I couldn't really see him. Because remember at one point, he was like, had his head down, like he's about to go to sleep. I was like, I don't remember who that dude is. The other but dude, Gerard, do you mean, but are you saying the moment he shows Bruh, up the, after the guy the, fell the off moment, the damn cliff? The moment. No, <laughs> not, we James, all... <laughs> James, not even that. Not even that. The moment the guy goes, or where she goes, where is such and such? I was like, I was like, Jafar the bad guy. Because I didn't recognize him a little bit. And I was like, the moment they were like, where is he? Jafar's the bad guy. And then the next thing you know, the dude dies. I'm like, that's Jafar. <laughs> like, he did it. I ain't like, Aladdin ain't trust him. I don't trust him. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, 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 yes. No, you're right. I mean, yeah, that's that is a, a a moment where it is clearly obvious that this dude is up to no good. But then we get into Terminator. Okay, so we literally get in this. I want to paint people the scene because while watching this, it's like, you know, they find the crown, then the bad guys show up or whatever, this, and then this and shit then was cold running. as hell. No, it was. <laughs> It was. The thing is, I was so hyped. But at one point, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, at one point, she she says, she says the 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 Shazam thing to bring him back, and the electrocution happened, and he just appears, and he's in this dog. He's in the same position, naked on the Schwarzenegger was in. <laughs> he's, he's in the pose. In the pose. <laughs> he's in the goddamn pose, and every and just like and just and just like Terminator One, or was it two? No, one. It's like you see the bat, you see the dudes looking like coming up on his back with the gun. Like, what the fuck is this? They they do this very funny bit where the guy's like, uh, "You go, you go check him out." <laughs> that guy's like, "Oh no, 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 sorry, that's not how they do it." They go, they, he says to the guy to his right, "Check him out," and then it just keeps going down the line. The person's like, "Boss said you check him out." Boss said you check him out, and then the last guy's like, "Oh man." <laughs> and I will say how they set the rock up in this. He was badass. My thing is. When he grabs him, he holds this nigga for so long to electrocute him. I'm like, yo, this scene, this is such a long dash. <laughs> Incredible. And I and I'm remembering now that they oh. released this scene, actually. Same. They released it at one of the yeah. one of the DC convention things. And so I think I've seen this already, but something about seeing it on the big It wasn't screen. that long. It wasn't that long. They grabbed okay, him wasn't and that then long. people were shooting at him, but you didn't see him like Okay, like, but you didn't see that. When they when when this guy took three minutes to melt, I can't believe this is what we're doing. And they do not back away from this. The just the deaths are you he just hear people everybody. screaming for their just screaming bloody murder, 
and being tossed and turned. We see limbs and we see, oh, it was he, great. He has, like, he drops one dude's arm at one point. And, like, he, like, just drops an arm. And it's so what's so cool about it is, is you kind of have that moment. Again, it felt like fucking Terminator. It's like, at one point, we focus on our lead actress and, like, he's just, like, in the background fucking people up. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, jumping across the room. Just, like, at one point, he's just, like, floating in the background. He looks around and just shoots up in another corner. Then he comes back, just zapping somebody else. So like this is it baby this is I it. loved that too I wonder how... he has no context for anything that's happening <laughs> no he just he's like they he walked was, up on me they walked like, up they walked me. up on me I'm gonna kill <laughs> all of them I'm gonna kill them but he your magic he, is weak. He, they walked up on him and the, exactly their magic is weak I loved that I thought that line was great and then there was something about he he has no context for everything but he he rescues homegirl and 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 her brother and so it was like, it gave this sort of vibe of like, either her saying his name and, and opening a thing, like made him bound to her in some way, not bound necessarily, but like he had an oath to her or something. And I thought that was really cool. And they never quite explained it, but I thought that was, that was so fun. I mean, it, it was cool to me too, is like at one point, like when he does that, he goes all the way up. And then comes right back down and starts killing more people. <laughs> like, like he, like this scene is just gratuitous. <laughs> and then he walks outside, and there's a fuckload of people. And there was something about because they kept hiding his face until he comes. Yo, when the helicopter comes and we finally see his face, and he, bruh, they gave him like the horror movie thing where like they shot him, and I thought he was gonna be standing there like maybe with the cape smoking, but he's just by the window. And he just started pushing, like he just kills himself. <laughs> was just... scary. And not only that, and you, you, you have a great point about it being gratuitous. He, like, looked for inventive ways to kill people. He was not only Terminator. He was like Michael Myers. He was like trying to find a different way to kill someone each time. And he, and it, that, that was like, okay, yeah, this dude's fucked up. This dude is this, this dude. Something's wrong with him. Okay, so this is the part I didn't like. Why why they play painted black though? Why Oh, so James. Don't have a reason. <laughs> don't instantly Wait, let me scroll. Have a Wait, reason let me scroll. Let me scroll. Black. Sorry. Well, actually. Sorry. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned it. As we were talking, I was on a fanboy site that had a list of all the Easter eggs. And number oh, come on, computer. All right. So number seven, painted black by the Rolling Stones, is played because it was some some deep reason. It is very weird. <laughs> it's like not only does it work as a theme, but the composer. Oh, is this is this the Nirvana song in Batman? Did they do the same thing? And I just didn't pick it up. Yeah. So apparently, like uh, okay. I think they get to it later <laughs> on, where like uh-huh. he started off. When we get the flashback at the very end, he wasn't in black, but so much pain and rage literally had his suit and his costume painted black on him. And this is just showing you the man painted in black. Look, guys, you know, people. Well, let me just say, here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say. It's not a terrible song to, to use in this movie. There is certainly a better song to play right now in this way. It like it to me sucked the inner it sucked the energy out of it and felt like a 
it felt like a creative it felt like a decision that was that was somebody going this is gonna be i didn't cool. need the slow motion <laughs> aspect of it Same. I, I did, that was yeah, like i, I was like guys mm-hmm. we've seen this done many a time before we understand that he's fast like it to me it's actually much scarier to just have him just do all of that stuff in fast motion and just we just see like this whole this literal army of people get annihilated in like a blink of an eye because the reality is like one of the reasons that um man goes bad like that's one of the scariest things because you go this is this being is so powerful <laughs> like it could destroy humanity like he th- he could kill all of humankind and like that's kind of what you're like looking at with black adam it makes it make a lot of sense when the justice society is like we need to go stop this guy because this is this is too much, you know? And it is and it is funny because, it's it, like we said, it brings up the amazing point of, like, now you come? Like, there was a whole, you know, city being oppressed by people. You didn't care. But it was like, yeah, but it does. It's like it tips the, like, there's, like, a balance of power that the Justice League wants to, you know, have be equal. I mean, especially Amanda Waller. And so a uh, person's too powerful. We can't let a person like that just be doing whatever they want. Yeah, and it's what made the scene right before it so interesting because he moved so quickly and you didn't quite know, you 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 couldn't quite follow what his pattern was because he was just like indiscriminately killing the the people around, you know. It's that guy who's like shooting and then he goes to take cover like behind a rock. Yes. And he sees, and yes. he's like hearing and seeing people die and then all of a sudden the rock just, the rock just smashes through the rock grabs him elect- <laughs> and then electrocutes him to any or, or, and him or somebody else he, he, he holds it not only did he do that though not only did he do that he his hand went through his chest and electrified him <laughs> it was like it was like so much he, he was already dead <laughs> someone <laughs> but he was had, like, like had their arm in in his hands yeah still. and he just and he just dropped it he just oh, dropped it and it attacked god. more people like oh my I mean, god my thing is like and so they did this, like he, 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 you know, he gets outside, he sees the car um, with the brother and sister, like he gets shot with the, the, the rocket that has earth metal, that has Ethereum in it, knocks him out. They take him home, wakes up in the little boy's room, which is all superhero decked out. And I was like, this is fire. Of course, of course, the person he shocks. And this is one thing I will say about this. There's one thing I will say about this. I understand how important Superman is to the DCEU. But like the rock, them pushing that like Superman is this big like rival makes no sense. It's like literally he wakes up, the person he shocks, the person he shocks on the wall is like, Superman, no, Shazam. You got the same Shazam is your dude, okay? You fight Shazam. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the the Stanley rules for this, which is just Whoever the writer wants to be the, because we, Bray and I were actually joking about this <laughs> afterwards because like it would have been fun if it was Shazam, like if Shazam was the the person, you know, because then you can get all these comedic beats and blah blah or whatever. But like it it served as a, it served as a as a as a reintroduction of this character in a way that here's why I think it helps is. The man in black is so dark and so, you know, heavy and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's issues with Superman was that they tried to make him that. And like, 
it serves as a nice like platter, you know, to bring to bring him back. That was my that was my opinion of like it's like okay, yeah, like I get that it's Superman for for that reason. For but that you reason. just he legit has his own dude. They like it's not like Shazam doesn't have a movie. It's like he's super dark and Shazam is playful and and like it. I was like, this is this is the Rock being like, I want to fight Henry Cavill. Like that's that's like that is like that is. Is it's it makes no sense, <laughs> and I know they, they have, don't fight in one of them other they movies. Do, they don't fight. They it. do, they do, but it's really because like he's fighting Shazam. Superman comes to help out. It's not like he's not like Superman's whatever. It's nitpicky. I was like they just kept hitting this, and I was like stop. Anyway, you do that. I will say the thing I wanted more of is I thought they set it up really well. As I like kind of the out of time thing. I think like. Marvel does it very well with Captain America. I was expecting a little more Thor in this movie. Basically, like, you know, not understanding the modern world and, like, really minding after jokes. And they did it every now and then. But then when, like, The Rock went from, like, not speaking English and not understanding to instantly being like, get out of my way, I was like, okay, I don't know how you just went from... Well, truly, they never did the they never did the not understanding English thing. They ju- we just don't hear him speak until the scene with the with the brother. And I thought that that was a huge faux pas of the of the movie. It's like, why are you? We can get a lot. Out, we can get a lot out of him speaking the language of his people and and not understanding everyone speaking English, and then have him. He's a god, so pro- probably it's not going to take him too long to like pick it up. But like. Have him pick it up. Like, that'd be cool to see. It's it's funny because, excuse me, this movie is two hours, but it felt like it was going through. Like, even those little moments, I was like, this movie didn't have enough time to have that one scene of him. Like, I don't know whether he snaps his finger, reads a book really fast or like watches something on TV really. You know what I'm saying? It didn't have that like scene to do it, but it's like, oh, it didn't have time because we basically kind of went from one action set piece to the next one to the next one, which is fine. But, like, watching him just, like, turn and float through walls was hilarious to me. I was like, my man, like, just would turn, float through a wall. You know, we see, first off, Hawkman. Is he, who is he? Is he Batman? Is he Iron Man? Like, what? Because in the comp, all right, I'm not talking about comic book stuff. I don't know who this Hawkman is. I think he's super cool. More of a character than we did an explanation of powers and... Uh, and like who he's supposed, who he's like. That said, here's the thing: the, the D, DCU doesn't really exist. It doesn't exist well, you know. And it's it's funny that this movie worked as well as it did, honestly, in, in my opinion, given the fact that it had no setup. Like Justice League does not set this movie up in any way. Shazam doesn't really even set it up much. Like we understand some things from Shazam with, into this, but like. There is no real setup for this film. And like, even Suicide... I mean, I guess Suicide Squad sets this up the most in the sense that we understand Amanda Waller is like kind of like puppet master, like controlling the strings and like a like a darker version of Nick Fury. But like, we don't... We have no idea who Justice Society is. We don't know who these characters are. We don't know in what realm and like what type of leadership their, their roles that they're really facing. We have a post-credit scene with Superman that comes in at the end. So it's like, so, and 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 Amanda is the one who calls her him in. So we're like, okay, so the Justice Society is 
is the Justice League, right? It must be because it's still right. Or? They got a two. It was, it was supposed to be well. It's like the ju- the Justice Society technically. So I don't. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, God. yeah. Because there is supposed to be a difference, right? Yes. So this is the thing: the Justice Society is older. These characters we saw technically were around before the Justice League. So the fact that it's taking place during the same time with Amanda Waller, I'm like, I don't. I don't know how this gotcha. works. <laughs> exactly. To me, it felt like Sokovia Accords-esque. Like, cause cause the way they sort of talk about like what their job is, is they were like, it's our job to sort of like maintain the peace, but like the order specifically of the planet. Whereas like, you know, like a Justice League is like a like we we are the protectors of not only the planet, but also beyond, you know, we got Green Lantern, we got blah, 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 we got every, you know. And so that was that was the vibe that I was that I was getting with this. And then I will also just say to to this point of what we're talking about, it felt like this movie was very clearly trying to say, like, no, we don't. We don't have a, an extended universe that's that has a, a connectivity that works, but we are trying. And not only are we trying. Uh, fuck all the ones that you know like there's that sequence when they when they when they fight and 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 every sort of statue and paint and poster of 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 all of the main justice league gets like ripped destroyed burned blah 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 and like yeah like i and 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 you know hawkman being like that's why i called kent you know instead of saying that's why i called dr fate or that's why blah blah, blah. that's why i called kent we're like oh maybe you know maybe it's uh maybe it's superman you know what i mean like you know like it's but then like, no, it's this guy and he's fucking awesome. You know, like I, I, it, this felt like they were definitely being like, this is a changing of the guard, even though they also bring back Superman at the end of this. But like, they're like, no, this is a, what if it was just this, you know? And, and Hawkman felt like Batman or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he felt yeah. like, felt like Batman meets Iron Man. I was like, he also looked like he lived at like where the X-Men live at Xavier's mansion. I was like, this looks like X-Men. They were like, this movie was like, hey, we know the other stuff y'all like from other movies, and we're just going to put it. This felt like, you know how sometimes they say, like, the most famous pop artist is usually, like, the most researched, perfectly put together thing. This movie felt like it was hella researched. Everybody knew what they wanted to do, what they wanted to make. But I still rock with it. I mean, I will say this. Hawkman looked cool as hell. I couldn't, like, he looked so cool with his with his mace. And honestly... He was giving the business, like he was getting his ass whipped for a good portion of this movie by everybody, but he was holding his own at the same time with guys. I love that so. he kept getting up, and then that they became like, "Yeah, you know, Hawkman, like he's not gonna quit." You know, like yeah. I like that. I that was, it was, cool, was very man. Captain America esque. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was enough. It was literally enough. He didn't have to win a single fight. The fact that he got back up again and was like, and would, and not only get back up, challenge you. <laughs> You know, like it was like, all right, that's enough. He's cool. I like him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought Pierce Brosnan was super cool as Doctor Fate. I think he had the tougher job because I'm curious to see what they do for Black Panther as well. But because we've seen Doctor Strange, I'm like, the powers are similar, but they made him feel. I think because the actors are so different, and I know the power thing. I know I've read some places like, oh, he does the exact same thing that Doctor Strange does, and it's true. But I still thought it was cool to see because it felt a little different. Maybe because it was just Pierce Brosnan doing it. He also feels tortured. He feels tortured by what's going on with him, which is different than Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is like, 
is relishing in the, his abilities and he's like entirely too cocky and blah, blah, blah. But fate is like, oh my God, can I die? <laughs> can I please die? I really, I'm tired of knowing how to live. I hope he's not gone, gone from this universe. I will say this movie made me want more movies like this in DC where it feels like a more like a Justice League Unlimited. You know what I mean? Like there was something about it that was like, I was like, yeah, I, I, I wish we had a, man, I wish DC was better at building these films. But like, if they could somehow capture the stuff that worked right with this movie and plug that into other movies, that would be nice. Instead of everything feeling so by itself. And that's what it feels like. Like the other movies still feel very much by themselves in this way that doesn't feel like it helps whatever the, the next big movie is going to be. <laughs> But I felt like some of the, like, one-liners and stuff that they were trying to put in just weren't quite working. Like, like, like every time Hawkman was like, you and me, me and you after this, it was just like, what are oh, you doing? <laughs> like, I hate it. Why? You know, and then, like, I think the third time it was like, all right, well, by now, I, well, yeah, well, I, now. You know what I did like? <laughs> I did like, though, the sarcasm bit. Actually, like. Yes, sarcasm works really well. That works really so, well, know, One actually. of the first ones where he was like, uh, said something about sarcasm, and the other and the was like, "You said you weren't going to hurt him," and he goes, "Sarcasm," and he's like, "Well, technically, that's just lying." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, D- no, and then I, by the I, end, <laughs> he actually says something sarcastic, and he gets it. Yeah. It was it like, was like it like, had yeah. it 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 sarcasm? evolved. In and a he was nice like, way. "Yes," and he was like, "All right, just checking." Yeah. It shows what the, you know what it is? To me, it shows The Rock's skill because even though he's playing a very stoic character, and I did want at certain points him to have a little bit more emotion and not be so Terminator, but I think he can deliver a joke very well. And to me, in this movie, what he did is show it is very hard to deliver a one-liner. And like, he is so skilled at it that like, I think Noah tried to deliver a couple of them and I'm like, man, it's hard. But watching The Rock do it, like, it just was so... Even at the end, when Noah's about to say, maybe we can, don't push your luck. It's just like, he just, he's just, his timing is so good. I liked Noah in this, but most of his stuff... I did too. Most of his stuff, though, didn't work for me. Like, most of his, like, most of the, like, stuff that was supposed to be... And and I think it's the, it's the mood, it's not him. I, I like him in other stuff. Like, he's great, you know? But it was like, the movie being like, and now he's lost. It was like, what do you, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and like, and if we're going to do this, him like, not fear wanting, of heights thing. I liked that him not wanting to jump out of the. Yes. And I thought that that could have been, it could have been stronger. Like, we could have been like, you grow to enormous heights. You're afraid to jump out. Like, just call it out more specific. You know what I mean? Like, do really make, ju- juice it up a little bit. But all, but it's hard, man. Those jokes are hard, dude. Every every time he was on, I was like, they're leaning on him to deliver these jokes. But they like, yeah, when he's like, he went the wrong way. Oh man. Then when he like stepped on somebody, he's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. He just was like, <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, I'll pay for that. Was that expensive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he was just so innocent that I liked it. It, it. The only thing that was weird was the juxtaposition of like having these two green superheroes with these two seasoned ones. I was like, it almost felt like. They were trying to set up like a Young Justice movie or something like that. It just felt like, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. You know what it was? If, yeah. Part, and maybe again, it's I like it more because I really like Justice League Unlimited. 
that's the part of the stuff that I did like was the idea. Like one of the reasons I love Justice League Unlimited is it just pairs superheroes. And it's like, sometimes like super, you're like, what? Like, it's like, here's somebody like really powerful. And then here's like somebody who creates cyclones, you know? And it's like, what? You know, <laughs> but like, it's fun to see them interact with the other people and like the different personalities and, and stuff. But uh, there was one last thing. The one last thing I just wanted to say, because I the Terminator thing, what I didn't like about it. Here's what I didn't like about it. Not just that it's a blatant ripoff of it, the like the catchphrase thing, because that's fine. You know, like we're, we're a lot of writing now is like it's an homage. But is it you might have just stolen that, you know, but it didn't work because it had no. Uh, the, the specifically the catchphrase thing. There was no understanding as to why Black Adam would be listening to this boy and why he would want to do the catchphrase and what is he getting out of doing this catchphrase. I mean, granted, it could be, it could be, right, that he feels a connection to this little boy and he's thinking about his son who died and and all of this stuff that we ultimately learn way later in the movie. But I don't, think they did a good job of showing Black Adam feeling like a father figure to this boy. Like, I don't think that that's actually in the movie. I think you can, I think you can say that that's in the movie, but I don't if, think that it, if anything, it felt you, like it was him being the kid and they were trying to like make it so you didn't get that. This twist was coming. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, right. But I, it, I it, it, in Terminator, in Terminator, it is, it's, and it's all thread into this stuff too. It's like John didn't have a father, and like maybe the Terminator's his father, and like, and they like just flat out talk about that stuff. But the, the, the connection that they have has to do with the fact that literally <laughs> the Terminator is programmed by John, you know, and John is telling him these things, and he's like learning and adapting. The, the, the machine is literally adapting from hearing this stuff. And there was just no reason for Black Adam to, to want to say, tell them the men in black sent you as he killed people like there was no there was no reason for him to want that i i agree with y'all i think the thing is is like there were a couple lines of like well who's going to teach him violence things of that nature i do think and this is the only critique i think some of that lies on the rock and what i mean by that is and but but, but it goes back to my, my, my biggest thing is like he was so he played the part so terminatory which is fun the moments of him having true emotion only came in the flashbacks and I understand, like, even when he was searching for the kid very frantically, like, he's searching for the kid because clearly he feels responsible for this kid, or at least the mom who saved him. But I think the way he did that still came off stoic and emotionless, where I think, like, even if you play, like, you know, a badass-type character, they do have those moments that show the connection. And I don't think, like, I don't think even when he's, like, like slowly spinning down the staircases the kid's talking to him, we ever really saw it. And, but I do think that's because I do think that's because of the rock. I think they gave us the moments to like the, the kid chases him after that. They have so many one-on-one moments. It just it only feels like a one-way street. And it's like, oh, you know, what else can you do? <laughs> but but I feel you. Yeah. Because it wasn't. No, there, I agree. But... I agree with what you're saying. And it's it's actually to now that you're saying that, I think it's a bit of both, right? Cause like, cause yes, he does have these scenes with the boy, and and you know, he does literally like chase after him, you know, trying to get him and out of the, the bikes and what have you. But like, there could have been lines between him and the, and the, uh, between Black Adam and the mom about like, you know, what it means to chase after the boy. And like, there could have been lines of like, 
between him and the Justice Society of like, I don't care what you want. I have to find the child, you know, or whatever. Little things like that, I think, would have also helped as, as well. But like, yeah, like The Rock could have had more. That connection could have, could have sh- yeah. shown through a little bit more, for sure. I like, But it was cool seeing him. Like I, the, the whole third act, I, I was like, you know, we're back to the, the, the DC superhero spectacle moment. And I'm like, there is no reason that dude couldn't have been in like prosthetic costume for the most part. Like, um, like it's so hard because when you watch Hellboy, the devil guy, because he wasn't like super massive. He was the same size as The Rock. They could have they could have made him at least and then like did additions, but you could have made him into a suit like I, I don't know. Gilbert the Toro does it all the time. Like I guess I'm pretty sure it's expensive, but like he does it all the fuck. He made a, a a a merman look cool and made a woman fall in love with a merman. You can just make a person in the suit and not have it be like I don't know. I I like. Even though I understand why it had to happen, there was a part of me, I was saying this after the movie, that felt like, I don't know if I even needed this uh, devil character to be fought and defeated in this film. Like, it could have been enough to just have him be born and then it end kind of on that note. To I mean, we always know they, these, they end these movies on like, what's the sequel going to be? But like, there was something, com- there was... There was something full circle to me. I know he wouldn't have had his hero moment, but there is something full circle to me about going like, okay, like I actually, yeah, put me in hibernation, you know, like I, I don't need to be here. If they, if they would have beefed up, yeah. if they would have just beefed up that scene, the scene where he does hurt the boy and decides, oh fuck, I hurt the boy. I better go into hibernation. If they would have just beefed up that scene, it could have ended there for me too. I, I, I agree because like, it was very substantial. The like Black Adam versus Justice Society stuff was was it very was. substantial. It, that was way, way more way that, satisfying than his fight with the yeah. with the devil guy. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a way that I would have been I would have been fine if the credits rolled after that for sure. Same, because because it would have been enough movie that literally that still would have been an hour and forty something movie. That was enough movie. You know, it was the real that was the real story. Like that was like the story was more about this guy who like got these powers, used them for revenge, like still had this kind of black darkness to him, you know, and then realizing like, okay, there there can be another way. Like, I'm still who I am, but I also don't want to get to the point like I did last time where I let my rage overtake me and then I hurt people that I love, you know. And so, uh, you know, the final battle was was fine, and I I kind of hope Doctor Fate comes back in other films. I, well, I was going to ask, like, like my understanding of Hawkman is from Leg- season one of of Legends, and so like I was like I was like if they're worried about killing Hawkman, I was like my man's just going to come back, like he's going to be resurrect. He's a god. He's going to come. <laughs> I was just like. I- I couldn't believe that that was such a big plot point of this thing. I was like, well, he's fine. He's going to be, he's going to come back. He will literally come back. Or to me, when I thought they were going to kill him, I was like, all right, cool. They'll probably kill him. Next movie, Hulk Girl will be there because she's probably the more famous one out of the two, with our generation at least. And then he'll come back later. Or I was like, so Doctor Strange is tricky. I mean, Doctor Fate is tricky because- It's the helmet. Yeah. And the person who gets it after him is his daughter who we never we haven't seen yet who is focused on the enchantress so like 
I don't like again. I don't know but, what will happen, but I know she takes it over at one point. Fine, but I but Pierce Brosnan was so good. I don't want him to be. Gone I agree. Already. No, listen, Bray. I, you know what I, I mean? I, I, it's listen. like it's like don't don't do that. You <laughs> that, that may be how they got him to do it though, because like Pierce Brosnan is like how Fair old enough. is he? Fair enough. They probably were like, yo, we'll get you in one. I've done enough franchises between Mamma Mia and Bond. I've between done enough. Mamma Mia, Mia. <laughs> Mia, dude. Because that's oh. the most recent one, right? That's the most recent yeah, franchise. Mamma Mia. <laughs> I will say they did. I think we got. Is Mamma Mia a franchise or just, dude, just it's have three one of them. sequel? No, it's like no, it's like three of them, Jones. It's like dog, bro. It's like it's like it's a movie, a sequel, and a prequel. I think I'm like I hold on. Let me check. I think I'm dead ass. Well, he's certainly in at least two of them, right? <laughs> I know he's in Mamma Mia and, and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. So it's Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia 2, came out in 2018. Oh, yeah, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And it is a, wait, what's the prequel's name? Oh, Mamma Mia, so only the two. Gotcha. That's a franchise. Gotcha. That's a franchise, though. You get you get into sequel territory. Oh, that's a franchise. A <laughs> oh my goodness! I will say the one thing, Bray. I think the reason he didn't just like unshazam himself is because this movie made a point to just recreate two famous covers. Was it Black Adam? For didn't need to happen, but the photo of him on the throne with his hand. Literally, at one point, The Rock just does the thing. And I'm like. No one sits like this with their hand up. Dude. No, I, I was, I was waiting for it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I was like, oh, "When's he, he gonna do then that?" Then he came. <laughs> then he came and he smashed the throne. That's like another feels, pose. Feels wrong. Yeah, but but I will say I do like that he got his he got a different costume at the end. It came a little brighter. He's more of a you know he's more of a hero. He got the got the gold in his costume, baby. You know what I mean? I thought that was cool. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Okay, I'm a Henry. Cavill fan. I think he got done dirty as Batman. I mean, as Superman. I think seeing him with the brighter costume, with the S, with the S curl coming down, I was like, "Look, baby, come on, break, give me him, make him fight Brainiac." Okay, give me a sequel, baby. Give me the sequel. When they played the John Williams, John Williams, <laughs> James. James, I think that's important, dude. I think it's important because it shows he's a different Superman. He's more, he's brighter, he's happier, he's like more inspiring. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, can I say one of one of my favorite parts in this movie was when uh, the the devil guy like raises the undead and they're just fighting fighting them, and Moe's like, "Don't worry, I die by electricity." <laughs> he's just oh, yeah, going at was wild. Oh, this was when I. This was when I applauded. I couldn't believe it. It's bit. so great. That was a good he's bit. just that was a good bit. he's just killing the undead uh, because there's no he fear. Dies by he, knows he dies by electricity. It's the most insane thing to be not afraid of. But he's like so ready to just. Oh, uh, that was great. Uh, look, yeah, man, I'm here for so it. Fun. I'm here for. It. I don't even have nothing to say. Like I would say something to Hollywood, but I'm like, you know. It's the Rock, man. We've been, I've been, we've been watching The Rock since we were like ten. Like it's like when I think about The Rock, I've been watching this man entertain me for majority of my life. Like legitimately, majority of my life, The Rock has. And there was one I saw somebody post that they went to a screening and people were. I don't know if they rented out a theater. I don't know what happened, but 
before the movie screen, they were just playing highlights of his time on WWF. So it was just like the rock crapping on people. And, oh, and another thing is the kid who played, he's not a kid, he's a grown man. But the guy who plays the adult Young Rock on Young Rock played his son in superhero form in the movie. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got to say. It's like, give me, give me more movies about this. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I saw the trailer for, for Black Panther. I didn't want to watch it, but I watched it. I was trying to pull one of y'all and like not watch it, but it came on right before the movie started. And I was like, well, I got to look at it now. <laughs> no, bro, you get up and you leave. I, le- I left. I didn't want to see the Nope trailer. I got up and I just left last I, time I, I watched it. The Listen, I watched the Black Panther trailer. I know we're going to review it. I'm scared to review it. R.I.P. Chadwick. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Anyway, that's all I got. It comes out the 11th. Well, here's, what I, here's 11. what I have to say. Because I, I've you know, been sort of talking about how you know, there's stuff that we didn't quite fully get. You know, we could have like dived into a few things a little bit more. But something specifically for me is like I would have loved to have known like really what was going on with Hawkman. Like I would have liked to have known like more about what was going on with with him, you know. And I just feel like there's a few times in this movie when he like he gets bam, bop, 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 knocked down. He's down. He's out, you know. And I just feel like at one of those times. When he wakes up, he's there. He's boom, bam. He's soaring through the sky, you know? He sees the, you know, it's after being knocked out, he's soaring through the sky. He's like, wow, what feels different about this? And he realize, he looks down at his hands and he realizes, oh, snap, it's wings. And then he, yeah, and yeah, then as right. he's soaring, why you bring, he fly, no, why no, you his hands are this? now wings. Now, and then as he floats over, you could have easily brought steel into this. <laughs> I don't do the steel bit anymore. <laughs> But this is so easy. <laughs> also, the movie, I just I just got an update from Deadline. As we're recording, this movie in a day and a half has hit 25 million in the US. Oh, well, there it's it is. Bad. Good. That's not Good. bad. It's it only, doesn't matter. The the rest of my bit was Hawkman. Not, not is even an actual all of Friday. Hulk. That's what I was gonna say. No, is that James, he's an actual, James, we're done. Like Hawkman James. is an actual Hulk. James. And he's flying, he's flying through the James through it's being for the a, cause. A James. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bray. Thank we rate you. and review God. films, not based on... Through being a hawk, he realizes... Stop this, James! <laughs> we rate and review films not based on how much we like it, but whether or not it helps the cause of more leading Black actors in Hollywood. If it fully helps the cause, um, we give this. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we'll, we'll lift our ratings for Black Adam. You guys ready? One. Two. Three fist. Black Adam fists. Fists. It's four Black James, Adam fists. No, I put up two. Because I put up two. Why'd you put up two, James? Why'd you put up two, James? I put up two. I put up two because the mad people of <laughs> who, color who that's at? at the forefront of this film. No, I'm just looking at everybody. No. I'm like, everybody. No. We're at the forefront of this film. People of color. Mad people of color, bop, 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 helping the cause. There it is. That, this is not helping the cause. This, this set us back. <laughs> this, that voice set the cause back. That's what just happened, James. People just so of color. Let the co- in Hollywood. Yeah, okay. All there right. go. All right. I, okay, you want to go, Brad? I, mean, I don't, I don't know what this is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, 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 there were so many people of color in this film, including Aldis and Quintessa. Not to mention Era uh, and Mo and Bo- Bo- like all of the, you know, um, people of 
whatever that fake uh, country. Um, it was just so cool. Kind of at the end, I was just, I just was like looking around, realizing like, oh, like most of the people on screen are people of color. Like even the fact that like, you know, Amanda Waller is black, and like I don't know, it was just like really there. There was I was like, this is cool. Like this is just what it is. So yeah, I I really dug it. Uh, and we saved the dates. We saved the day. I gave it a black fist for everything that Bray said and James shouted. Honestly, this is another thing that really makes me upset because the reviews and stuff really talk about how bad this movie is. And I'm like, it's so entertaining. This is a popcorn film. I think like we need those movies. We need a break from whatever the hell. And it's just fun. Like it's no deep. Yeah, they, I guess they were talking about like, you know, he's overcoming like being a slave. And I'm like, I guess that's cool too. But it's like, it for me, it was just fun. I'm like, let me like, let me just watch The Rock beat up a bunch of people. Like, that's it. Like, let me watch Aldous Hodge hit a bunch of motherfuckers with a mace. Okay. Like, Quintessa's over here. Quintessa's fucking wind shit was so fucking elegant and beautiful. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, what is very, these, these Very flips? colorful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are these little flips and spins and, yeah, and everything weird. else? I was like, man, but I was here for it. Um... Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just happy this movie came out. Hopefully it does well. Because, you know, DC, you know, they, they do struggle a little bit. But, um, you know, hopefully it does well. But that's it. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you got Black Men Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise that you can get through T Public, like T-shirts and pillows and iPhone covers. Uh, we also have a link to a defunct Patreon. It's defunct only because we don't put new episodes on there anymore, though James III swears we'll be doing it at some point. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, <laughs> uh, baby. But there is a year's worth of episodes there now. And if you do $5 a month, you can listen to those. And then unsubscribe whenever you'd like. It uh, just helps us, obviously. Um, uh, Forever Dog Plus or something like that. But, you know, I, I rarely plug that, but I should. I'm going to do it right now. You can check that out. Uh, five stars and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We will read your review on the air. This is by Silver Red Signs. It says, Overlooked History. Yo, BMCJ Podcast. This podcast is about broadcasting the upliftment of African-American artists in Hollywood. And a great film to do that would be Basquiat, starring Jeffrey Wright. Oh, that's this, a good movie. This movie... Have we not done... We haven't done that. I don't think no. we have, no. This movie gives an uh, honest portrayal of Sean Michael Basquiat, the first person of African descent to break into the art world. And if you didn't know, the art world was very segregated before Basquiat and after Basquiat, all art created by black artists skyrocketed in value. He leaves a lasting impression in pop culture, inspiring the biggest artists in the world today. Look at Jay-Z, who always talks about his art collection and even wears a hairdo that resembles him. This movie is great and you should review it. All right, we'll add that to the list. Oh, and if you are in the Los Angeles area, please come out Sunday, November 6th at 7 p.m. at UCB Franklin. Come out. We'll be there doing some fun improv. We'll have some guests. We'll figure out those guests later, but come out. Hang with us. We in the Our streets. It's called Black at the Movies. <laughs> so you get what we're black doing. Black at the movies. So you get what we're doing. It's going to be <laughs> referencing blackness at them. You know, no, they get it. I don't we, it's, it. But it's also like we back at the movies. You see what I'm saying? Black at the movies. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram.
Braylon's drunk. You can follow me. <laughs> you can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. You can listen to Corrupted Files Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's live on the app amp. You just got to download that app. It's, it's a fun show. Got all kinds of people been on it. Uh, Phil Amar was on an episode. I, I don't know if, if he's going to be back, but, but he was on an episode. <laughs> so keep listening in case somebody like that pops in again. I'm going to try to get these guys to come back, and maybe that's going to be a, a Patreon episode. Were we ever there? We, we never got yeah, invited. Yeah, they were there, yet. and they coming back. Yeah, but come I haven't seen Mad Guess. They didn't invite us yet, Bray. I feel offended. <laughs> it's because I do a different show. Y'all say this every time. I, I do a different show every week, and it got, the there, show got to make sense. You're going to put us on the show, and it's been, the show got to make sense. It's been months now. I feel like it's been months. It has been months, but I've only really done because I do a different kind of show every week. So I've only really done one show of. <laughs> What you don't say? No, no, madness. I don't know what you're saying. No, no, no. Not give me this. You can follow me at Drop Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. I don't, I don't know. Listen to this man. Because it, it's like one no, is no, like that one no. show. Oh wait, is the movie going? There is one movie I would love us to review, but I don't think it's going to be out yet. Key, Key and Peele have a, a stop motion movie. That's kind of like Caroline that comes out, but it doesn't Wendell come out. Wendell and Wendell and Wyatt. Yes, Wendell and they play like two devils, and like the lead is a black girl. But it doesn't come out until October twenty eighth, so we got to find another Halloween movie though. We should do Little Monsters also, the Lupita zombie movie. We didn't came we, out do in that? we didn't do that. I don't think we did twenty nineteen, or if we did, I missed it. I wasn't on that. Oh wait, but. this movie is playing in NoHo near you, James. We will see you next week for Halloween where we'll review some scary movie, maybe Beast or Barbarian or one of those movies you just talked about. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog.